Hello everyone! Welcome back to another exciting episode of Caves and Japes. We've been having some technical difficulties today, um, but that's alright, because we are powering through, and it's um, appropriate, I guess, given our subject matter, that this episode would be a little bit of a mess. Um, <laughs> a mess of an episode for a mess of a man. <laughs> um, today's very special, not just for technical difficulty reasons, um, but also, Elian, tell us what we are going to be talking about today. Today, we are going to be talking about my main man, Clint Barton, and so, since he is my main man and not Olivia's <laughs> main man, I am gonna be the one doing the talking. I do, I have a lot of love in my heart for Clint Barton, but he is not my boy the way he is your boy. God, it, speaking as a person who has at least three distinct Hawkeye shirts and two distinct Hawkeye sweatshirts, <laughs> uh... <laughs> we both have a brand, and we really stick to it, and that's what you can expect here from your friends at Capes and Japes. <laughs> You can definitely count on us to stick to our brand. Ugh. Absolutely. All right. All right. Elion, please tell me about Clint Barton. Okay. So he was first introduced in 1964 by Stan Lee in an Iron Man comic. Was this, um, I don't want to interrupt you right off the bat. Was this? just a Stan Lee creation, do you know? Or was it, like, a a, a Stan Lee-Jack Kirby collaboration? Um, well, when I got distracted this morning by actually reading the comics <laughs> issue, it did say written by Stan Lee. All so right, I'm good. assuming it is a, a Stan Lee-only production. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. Iron Man, 1964. 1964, Iron Man comics. Tony Stark, a different mess of a man. Uh, <laughs> accidentally takes Pepper out on a date. And <laughs> he, Romance. he accidentally takes his secretary, Pepper, out on a date. And he takes her to Coney Island where they go and see a circus performance where Clint Barton, <laughs> a.k.a. Hawkeye, yeah. is shooting arrows into a target extremely well, but nobody's really digging it. Everybody's just yelling for the pretty girls to come out and start dancing, you know, <laughs> as you do in 1964, I guess. Uh, yeah, when I was a dude in 1964, I just wanted to see dancing girls. Show me the girls! The dancing girls! Bring me the girls! Uh, <laughs> but oh, man. Uh, one of the rides, I think it's like a Ferris wheel or something, starts failing. And everybody's like, oh no! And Tony Stark's like, Pepper, I gotta go call the factory! <laughs> and, <laughs> and hides and uh, turn puts on his armor and becomes our Iron Man and the whole crowd is like oh my god Iron Man saved us everybody's really excited and oh. and Hawkeye's just kind of standing over there like hey this sucks nobody enjoyed my performance 
and all the attention is on this other dude, and I hate this, so I'm gonna make my own costume, and he, like, spends the whole night, uh, putting together a costume, and, like, putting to- putting on a mask, which, beautiful, beautiful purple thing, oh god, it's lovely, uh, and making a- Just really into purple. Really into purple. Um, and making, like, trick arrows, so it's not just, like, his regular arrows. He's doing, like, all sorts of stuff with these arrows. And so he goes out the next day, and he, uh, he kind of just, like, in, in the spirit of 60s comics, he's just like, wow, look at this arrow I made. If I shoot this arrow here, and even though I don't have any powers and I'm a mere man, my accuracy... (laughs) And my arrows will let me do stuff like swing from building to building. See, look at my pulley arrow pulling me. It's, oh boy, comics. Oh, man. (laughs) But he sees a robbery taking place. And he's like, oh, cool, a jewel thief. I'll stop him in a set, like in a heartbeat. So he shoots this dude, like catches his shirt against a building or something Uh, but he like gets away and Clint's like well that's what I get for trying not to injure the guy well time to pick up these jewels that he was stealing huh no wonder he was running away and then the cops come and they're like hey you stop stealing these jewels and he's like oh no they'll never believe me if I try to tell them that I tried to stop the guy so he just takes off running he just <laughs> he just takes off running, and then like he he gets stopped by Natasha Romanoff, the famous Black <laughs> Widow, and he's like, "Wow, how to what? <laughs> like I'll do anything you ask me to, babe." And she's like, "Okay, let's go steal some Stark tech. <laughs> let's go kill." Let's go defeat Iron Man. And he's like, okay. And she's like, but first, I have some communist technology, but uh, to help you make some more trick arrows. And he's like, cool, okay. This is the most (laughs) Quint origin story I can imagine. It's, oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Holy shit. But, yeah, he, uh... He tries to, like, steal this stuff and is basically defeated by Iron Man, except he gets away because he uses, like, the most powerful bomb arrow he has. And it just kind of glances off of the Iron Man armor and it, like, grazes Natasha and he's like, oh no, what have I done? And, like, runs off with her. And Iron Man, like, what is up with old school Iron Man? Because he's like, he starts, like, trying to chase them in the boat. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm too close to LaGuardia Airport. I'd be a menace to the planes. Well, guess I'll go home. (laughs) (laughs) Is he putting off, like, radio signals? I don't know. I don't know. He just goes home. (laughs) He's like, I guess I ch- I'll find them later. <laughs> that is very Tony. Like, well, 
try again some other time, I guess. But I think the funniest thing about this origin story is at one point, uh, Stan Lee writes, And so we are about to witness the creation of one of the most startling arch-villains of all time. Which, no, Stan, no, what are you doing? A startling arch-villain? You didn't even give him an arch-villain intro. You had him try to stop a guy robbing a bank. And then fight Iron Man, because he's like, sure, doll, your eyes are great. I'm going to fight whoever you want me to, just because I want you to kiss me. You created the least threatening man I can imagine. (laughs) I don't, I don't know what he was trying to do, because... Just a guy who got mad at a circus. A year later, in 1965, he has him join the Avengers. You didn't even keep up the facade for that long. He's just running around and then he just... Oh my god. Yeah, like he's just running around with Natasha and then he finds out that she's a communist spy and he's like, well, I'm in love with her so I guess I'll kind of keep doing this. And then the communists kill, quotes, 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 Natasha. And then he's like, oh, I'm sad about this. Well... Guess I'm gonna turn over a new leaf and try to do good. I'm gonna go talk to the Avengers. Which, like, uh, apparently what ha- Like, he saves Jarvis, the, uh, butler for the Avengers. And Jarvis' mother. Jarvis the human man. And Jarvis's mother, from something, I don't remember, he saves them. And Jarvis is like, well, how can I help- how can I ever repay you? And he's like, well- Maybe you can get me an audience with the Avengers, because I want to turn over a new leaf. And Jarvis is like, I know just the thing. We'll pretend you break into the Avengers mansion. <laughs> I am very good at plans. Um, but luckily this happens at a time where, like, the original Avengers are like, hey, I want to take a vacation. So... <laughs> Like bye. Yeah, like the the Avengers at this point are made up of Iron Man, Wasp, Wasp, Giant Man, Captain America, Thor, and Hulk. Sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes Hulk. He's sometimes like the Hulk. Why? Yeah, you know he's in and out of there. And then um, Hawkeye joins the Avengers like right. When Wasp is like, I want to take a vacation. And Giant Man is like, okay, honey, we'll go take a vacation. And Iron Man's like, I've been doing this longer than all of you. I'm tired. I have personal reasons. (laughs) (laughs) It's, oh boy. Old comics, 1965. Excellent. Love it. Yeah, so then the new lineup of Avengers at this point is Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver, Captain America, Thor, and then, like, their first mission is to go find Hulk and see if he'll rejoin the Avengers. So. (laughs) He's out there somewhere. Just go find him. But yeah, then Hawkeye's in the Avengers comics until 1973, which he then leaves the Avengers and also leaves comics until 1984. 
He's just oh. gone for 11 years. He's just not there. He's <laughs> just not in. He's just not in the comics. Uh, but then he, in 1984, uh, they start West Coast Avengers, in oh, which yeah. Vision is like, hey, maybe we shouldn't just have superheroes in New York. Maybe we should have some people in California. Because literally everyone's in New York. Yeah, and Hawkeye's just like, hey, that's a good idea. Let's do that. So the West Coast Avengers are Hawkeye, Mockingbird, Wonder Man, Tigra, and Iron Man, who is not Tony Stark, but instead is James Rhodes. Uh, But they don't know that. Like, that's just a secret (laughs) for a while. Like, they find out later that it's not Tony Stark. Tony, why don't you ever take off your helmet? Uh... Uh, That's me, Tony Stark. Definitely. Thumbs up. (laughs) Um, uh, but then, like, 1998 to 2002, he's on, like, Thunderbolts, which was, like, an evil team run by Baron Zemo of, like, Captain America arch-nemesis fame, and then, like, they turn, they, like, hey, maybe we don't want to, like, be led around by Baron Zemo, let's do our own thing and Hawkeye's like can I lead you and they're like sure (laughs) good a choice as any yeah um and then he's mostly like doing that until 2012 uh he's in secret avengers which is like spy stuff just you Mm -hmm. know secret stuff um and in that time like a lot of the Hawkeye solo books didn't do very well like it was a lot of like we did four issues, and then, like, nobody was buying it, so whatever. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, let's try this again. Oh, no. Still no, um, huh? Yeah, but then in 2012, Matt Fraction and David Aja, 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 however that last name is pronounced, A-J-A, I've never heard it pronounced out loud. They save Hawkeye, and they're... <laughs> They save him, and their book is critically acclaimed, and it's beautiful. Um, so good. And so that's where Hawkeye's been comics-wise, but as yep. a character, uh, the generally accepted <laughs> backstory for Hawkeye is that he was orphaned when he was young. His parents got in a car accident. Um, so it's just him and his brother Barney. I do, I, yeah, I do need to say, Barney Barton is an amazingly wild name to have. Yes, Barney Barton is definitely a wild name to have. Uh, Please continue, I just think about that sometimes. They run away to the circus. Yes. They join the circus, and they're kind of just at the circus, I guess, and then this dude named (laughs) Swordsman... I don't know why I said swordsman. 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 Sword, you know, Mr. Swordsman uh, <laughs> sees Clint and he's like, hey, I'm going to train you. So swordsman and this other dude, Trick Shop, train Clint for mm-hmm. a while. And then, like, some sort of crime happens. Like, I think in, like, the original backstory, it swordsman was like embezzling from the circus 
and oh. Clint was like, hey, stop that. And he gets, like, beat up and left for dead. Um, oh, jeez. But, like, in other media, it changes. Like, um, I know yeah. that the Avengers Assemble cartoon, Clint grew up in the circus and stayed in the circus, but it was the circus itself that was doing crime. The, the Crime circus! The aptly named Circus of Crime. Uh, it's like damn it why didn't i realize they were doing crime right well no he knew that they were doing crime he was also doing crime and then he was like hey i don't think i I want to do crime anymore i'm gonna go be a good guy so basically clint barton's origin story is i don't want to do crime anymore i'm gonna be a good guy (laughs) um and so he tries to do, and somewhere in there, Barney dies. Um, I guess That's... he he dies <laughs> somewhere in there, uh, and from he something from crime. Yeah, he tries to do good, and um, like I don't understand this note. It says tries to do good becomes crime boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote these well, this morning. I can't remember what I meant. Uh, anyway. He becomes crime boy. He becomes crime boy. No, he, uh, like, I think that was from the original part that I already went over with the, like, tries oh, to stop yeah. a robbery, and then he's like, well, I guess I'll do crime. Uh, there's only one thing left to do. Yes, there's only one thing left to do. But then he's with the Avengers, and he's Hawkeye. And then yeah. at one point his bow breaks and he's like, huh, maybe I'll take over Hank Pym's thing and be Goliath. <laughs> and <laughs> Hank Pym's not in the Avengers anymore. I'll just be Goliath. Hey, Hank, can I borrow some Pym particles so I can get huge? <laughs> so he's just Goliath for a while. And I don't know, I don't know why he stops being Goliath. Why can't, maybe he should just make his bow also really big. Right? I don't know why he's like, hey, I've been doing this archery thing my whole life. Maybe I want to get huge. (laughs) He's just like, he's like, well, this is the one thing I've been trained to do. But if I was huge, it wouldn't really matter, because I could just stop all the crime from how huge I am. Right? Uh, This is my one selling point, but I think (laughs) instead I'm just going to be huge. I'm just going to be so big that all the people are like, maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) Let's not do this crime. Um, And at some point in the comics, he marries Bobby Morse, who is Mockingbird. Um, and they have, like, an on-again, off-again relationship throughout the comics. Um, Clint Barton is not great with relationships, as his (laughs) entire comics timeline will let you know. Um, and then I have in my notes, this is where it starts to get wild. Um... This is where. This is where it starts to get wild. Because Hawkeye dies. And a lot of the Avengers die. And this dude is just like, 
what if I just recreated the Avengers with magic in a pocket universe? And then he brought them back. And, like, sometime before that, uh, Clint Barton had been deafened by, like, a sonic explosion. Mm-hmm. And then when he died and came back, he was no longer deaf. Because, which the in-comics explanation for that is like, well, this guy brought him back as he remembered the heroes, which isn't a very good way to bring human beings back to life because no, you are going to have all. an imperfect memory of them and their personalities. <laughs> so uh, thanks, comics. Um, <laughs> but anyway, after that, he takes over the Thunderbolts, um, which as mentioned before, was the team that was under Zemo and they were like, we don't want to be evil anymore. Um, and I think somewhere in this, like either he and Bobby broke up or she died or something <laughs> because while he's with the Thunderbolts, he has a relationship with Moonstone and he also has a, like, comics arc in the Thunderbolts where he tries to find Bobby's soul in hell. And he can't find it. So there's some wild shit happening in comics that, yep. yeah. As always, thanks comics. Thanks comics. But anyway, Moonstone, like, dies or, like, loses her mind or something at some point. And right, of course. Yeah, so she's out of the picture of Hawkeye's exes at this point. And so he rejoins the Avengers and dates Wasp for a while. Uh, so... Great. <laughs> yeah, so that's nice. Um, oh, Clint. And he... Dies again when the Scarlet Witch loses control of her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, but when she alters reality after that, he comes back <laughs> with no memory. He oh, comes back with no memory of the Scarlet Witch ever killing him. And then a bit later, he gets his memory back. And he's so, like, upset about the stuff that had happened that he kills the Scarlet Witch. Oh, uh-oh! And then is taken out of existence by one of her children, which I I haven't read this comics arc, so I was just kind of looking at the Wikipedia for this part, and it just says one of her, like, recreated children, and I'm like, do you mean, do you mean, like, Billy? Is it Billy? <laughs> Did Billy do this? Did Billy do this? We'll get to Billy later. <laughs> yeah. In in a different episode, we'll talk about Billy. Um, oh, we sure but, will. Yeah, he is removed from existence. Again. <laughs> <laughs> and. Oh, my boy. But uh, unbeknownst to the Avengers. He is resurrected again. And he kind of just, like, stays in hiding. Like, he goes to uh, Doctor Strange and is like, hey, can you keep me hidden? And Doctor Strange is like, cool. And I'm like, why does Doctor Strange have to be a part of this story? Uh, Why? 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 Why does Doctor Strange have to be in anything? I don't like that guy. Um, But he, like, kind of wanders around 
And he ends up finding, like, the Scarlet Witch again in, like, a cabin, like, just this house, a cottage in the countryside. And she has no memory of any of the events that have happened. So what does he do? He has sex with her. I don't know why. But they're just like, yeah, okay, this is fine. And then <laughs> normal. It's it's later revealed that was a doom bot because Wanda <laughs> is actually in uh Lotvario with Doctor Doom. She still has no memory of anything. But yeah, that was a decoy and he had sex with a doom bot. I did okay, I was hoping that was what this was, because I have read the comic where they find, they're like, oh, that was a Doombot, and Clint's like, what? And they're like, why are you, like, why are you so upset? Yeah, that was in one of the uh, Young Avengers comics. I think it was in Children's Crusade. I think that sounds right. Like, yeah. why are you so upset? And he's like, uh, just, well? Just like, yeah, I found Wanda, but she was a Doombot. What? <laughs> Clint! <laughs> Clint Barton. Oh boy. Um, but then, like, later he goes to talk to Iron Man, and at this point, like, Captain America's either, like, dead or out of the picture because Tony Stark's like, hey, do you want to be Captain America? And Clint's like, no! <laughs> Obviously not! Look at me! <laughs> no! <laughs> And so he's like, you know what? Not only will I not be Captain America, I'm not even gonna be Hawkeye anymore. So then he joins the new Avengers as Ronin. Um, and nobody knows that he's Clint Barton. Everybody thinks that he's still dead for a bit. Uh, <laughs> Who is this mysterious new stranger who's just, like, really bad at being alive? <laughs> and nobody knows. Nobody knows, because it's comics. Mystery. Um, but later he, uh, as Ronan reveals himself to Kate Bishop as Clint Barton. And she's like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, well, anyway, you have my bow and arrow and I want that back. (laughs) And so they shoot for it Mm -hmm. and Clint wins, of course, because he's had a lot more time to train with a bow and arrow than Kate Bishop has. It's kind of, he's been doing it for a very long time. Yeah, like, Kate's good, but she's not as good as Clint, unfortunately. Um, I mean, she's better at a lot of things She is better at a lot of things. Uh, But, um, eventually, like, she steals back the bow. She breaks in and steals the bow, and Clint's like... Love her. Clint's like, hey, maybe next time don't wear perfume when you break into my house and don't stick around to eavesdrop because I knew you were there. Anyway, you can keep the bow and you can keep the name. You can keep going by Hawkeye. That's fine. Um, And uh, actually, here, have this photo of me and the Avengers from back in the day. Put it on your wall. Good, good job, kid. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, man. he is a mess of a man. I don't know why he does anything. But, I don't um, understand, but I love him. Yeah, and so... And then there's a comics arc where he is reunited with his wife, Bobby, because, mm-hmm. well, they thought she was dead. 
she was actually a scroll prisoner and they finally got what? her back and uh she had been a prisoner for years and he tried what? like yeah whoops uh so he's kind of like hanging out with her and being with the uh like just like hey i want to hang out with my wife and help her readjust to life on earth cuz yeah. i still love her even though we've had our ups and downs um and then i have in my notes oops dark avengers clint is impersonated oops. i never i never read dark avengers but uh clint's impersonated and he uh is like hey that guy's not hawkeye cuz i'm hawkeye what's up guys i'm alive <laughs> Hey, it's me, the real Hawkeye. Can we stop calling that guy Hawkeye? And then he's Hawkeye again. He's like, I'll just stay Hawkeye. And Clint Bishop's like, um, should I still be Hawkeye? And she's like, and Clint's like, yeah, we can both be Hawkeye. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Weirder things have happened. Yeah. We're just both Hawkeye. Yeah. And then, uh... It continues to be wild because Barney comes back. Yep. And it turns out that uh, he's he's evil now. He convinced Swordsman and Trickshot to like train him in the art of arrows and shit. And he goes to fight Clint to see who's better, I guess. Because <laughs> you gotta. And um. At some point before that, Clint got, like, hit in the head so hard that he started to go blind, which I'm not sure that's how medical science work. No, you just hit someone really hard. Because it's not even, like, he instantly went blind. He slowly started going blind. So he couldn't shoot his arrows anymore. Um... And then Barney shows up when he is blind, and, like, so he loses to Barney. Because <laughs> of not being able to see. Yeah. But, uh, then, like, they're kidnapped by Baron Zemo, and forced right, to fight yeah. to the death. <laughs> and Just for fun. Yeah, I guess. And Clint wins. That one somehow, even though he was defeated earlier. Um, and then afterwards, like, Barn, like, I don't know how he got, I did not read this comic. I don't know how he got out of, like, the battle for the death part. Because they're both still alive at the end. And Barney's <laughs> like, you know what? I will do this vital bone marrow transplant to get you your sight back because this is definitely how medicine works. See, it's your eyes and it's your <laughs> bones. That's where the vision is. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. It's not because I'm your brother and I love you. It's because I want to fight you again in the future. Oh, boy. Oh, Barney. Oh, beans. Yeah. So, Barney doesn't have a great time until Matt Fraction saves him from this awful storyline where he goes evil. Because Matt Fraction, and I tried so hard to have this just not be the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run, like, 
episode because I, mean, I love this run. Fine. I love this run. Um, it's so good. It's so good. Matt Fraction saves Hawkeye. I have in my note Matt Matt Fraction saves us all and Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Save Barney. Save my life personally. Saved all of us because. If you've seen anything about comics Hawkeye, it is most likely from Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. It's right. like the most pervasive Hawkeye content out there. Um, it's got sign language in it. It's got a coffee no in it. It's got pizza <laughs> dog in it. Barney's there and he's good and he's like... Tells a dude in an alley that he could punch him in the face for five dollars. Cause the Bartons, the Bartons are messes. Cause they're really just really good. At yeah, life. yeah. But there's a really good. I my favorite part of like, well, not my favorite part of the Matt Fraction series, but it has a really good background issue like a backstory issue and where it's like yeah Barney and Clint are brothers and their dad is abusive and awful and their parents both die in a car crash and then they go off to the circus and everything which is like the same stuff as like usual but it's Mm -hmm. told very beautifully and Mm -hmm. also Clint knows sign language and Barney knows sign language, and it's important oh. to me. So good. Um, did you, while you were doing this research, did you, like, did it talk about how, like, Clint's deafness has, like, played into things, or how that has or has not been, like, a thing? Because it's, like... It's very much a thing with Matt Fraction, but I feel like a lot of other comics have been kind of like, oh, maybe he's deaf, I don't know, maybe. Um, I mean, he was, there was that one arc where he was deafened by the Sonic Arrow and had Mm -hmm. to use a uh, hearing aid and then Mm -hmm. died and was brought back and he could hear Mm -hmm. again, Uh, which, thanks comics- you know forever yeah just like forever and then matt fraction's like hey remember that thing we're gonna bring that back because it's important to have disabilities in media please please comics because we want kids to know that it's okay to (laughs) like it's normal it's fine (laughs) You deserve heroes, too? Yes. Even heroes like Clint Barton. Even heroes like Clint Barton. The biggest mess. Um, Just a disaster. And he becomes more of a mess. Because after that, Civil War II happens. Which... (laughs) My... My exact note is Civil War II, ugh, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Huge mood. (laughs) Basically, his role in Civil War II is he kills Bruce Banner. um, Because apparently Bruce is like, hey, if I ever turn into Hulk again, just kill me. 
And so he well, does that. Well. Well. Oh, I'm sorry. My note goes on. It's Civil War Two. Ugh, anyway. He kills Bruce Banner because he asked him to. I'm uninterested in Civil War Two. I literally have that's, that written down. That's a beautiful poem. <laughs> Thank you. I worked very hard on it. I can um, tell. And then, uh, he's basically put on trial, and they're like, well, if he asked you to. <laughs> I the don't... old if he asked you to defense. I don't know what is up with comics, because after this is the part where it's like, oh, Captain America's been brainwashed by the Cosmic Cube and thinks that he's been Hydra this whole time. Which, like, yeah, bad. dog, that's awful. If bad, you remember bad. any, like, kerfuffle about Captain America being a Nazi in the past couple years, that's this. Uh, comics bad. Um... Comics bad but to me. Basically, Clint comes into this because he's like, hey, this is Cosmic Cube bullshit. Maybe if we use the Comics Cube, we. Comics Cube? God. <laughs> cosmic Cube. Maybe if we use the Cosmic Cube, we can fix it. And Natasha Romanoff is like, no, we should just kill Steve. I'm so sorry, Clint. We should just kill Steve. It's f- for the best. Um. And Clint and Natasha get back together somewhere in this. They're in love. I don't know where Bobby is at this point. She just disappears. You know, somewhere. she's she's a woman in comics. She's just not exactly. there, I guess. Um, God. And unfortunately, before Natasha can do anything about Evil Steve, Evil Steve kills her. And then, like... Hydra agents start showing up dead, and this is where we are in comics right now. Hydra agents start showing up dead, and Clint's like, hey, this looks like Natasha's work. And so he's like, maybe Natasha's not dead, I'm gonna look into this. Yeah. And there's actually a run going on right now in Tales of Suspense comics. It's called, like, the Red Ledger... It's a five-part series. As far as I know, only three parts are out right now. I did not know it existed until I went to the comics book store last week, and I'm just like, hey, wait a second. Oh, hey, boy. this has both Hawkeye and Bucky Barnes in it. Um, it sure does. I'm there for this. <laughs> and it's got some prime Clint Barton content where, like, I actually have to read this aloud this this lovely quote um clint is asking bucky like why he's like this which is mostly just like why are you like a bucket of water (laughs) just putting a damper on everything um why are you like this charming the broody tough guy Mm. shtick why are you the way you are I was trained as a child to be a killer and sent off to do battle with evil itself. I was blown up, frozen, brainwashed, and forced to kill for my enemies while almost everyone I cared about grew old, forgot me, and died. That probably has something to do with it. Why are you? And Clint's just like, mostly for attention. (laughs) So, 
extremely good Clint Barton content happening right now in oh, comics. I'm so glad because mo why are you like this? Mostly for attention is so purely Clint Barton. It's the thesis <laughs> of the whole thing. Just, why are you like this? And mostly for attention. It's beautiful. I love it. Um. <laughs> oh, Clint. Anyway, we've gone through all of my notes, and we yes. are caught up in comics canon. Do you have any thoughts on Clint Barton? My thoughts are that I love him. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why every, like, archery... I don't know why there's multiple archery-themed superheroes, and I don't know why they're always a hot mess. Um, maybe because they're archery-themed superheroes. Maybe like, because they're archery-themed superheroes. You're out here in the world, and you're just... <laughs> the only thing you've got is that you never miss. Hawkeye no. never misses. That's his thing. He never misses. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like... It is... Sorry, I keep hiccuping. I ate before we recorded this, so I'm full of... Uh, chicken pie. Um, it is like a very compelling narrative to have like, oh, I'm like a guy who's surrounded by like people with superpowers, sometimes literal gods, and I'm a dude and I can do one thing really good. But if I don't do that one thing really good, I don't deserve to be here. So you gotta so, just keep doing that one thing really good. You gotta just keep doing that one thing the best that you can do it. And also sometimes you're, like, definitely disabled and probably have some, like, other stuff going on in your head that you should have seen a therapist for a long time ago. Oh, um, man. And then you tie up all your self-worth into the one thing that you can do. Um, and it, it's, it's very good. But also he's like, he has that going on. And then he's also constantly like the goofy dude on the Avengers. Um, which you can, you can see even from his like, he only gets to do this like, very briefly in MCU, which is another place that people might be familiar with Hawkeye if you haven't seen, you know, if you haven't read a lot of Hawkeye comics. Um, or you might not, because apparently the MCU hates Clint Barton. They don't want him. There's, like, a couple scenes where it's like, oh, he, like, makes a wisecrack. It's fun. But, like, like two, two of them, there's, like... They hate him. He does, him. like, two things. He's not allowed to be in the Infinity War trailer. Look, I have yeah. seen two distinct and separate Infinity War trailers. You know who has not been in either one of those trailers? Clint Barton. And trust me, and I looked. <laughs> I looked very hard. They would know. If there was just a smidgen of Clint Barton, Elyon would be on that. 
And you um, know the, like, uh, new Marvel intro to the movies where it's got, like, the scenes from previous movies? Yeah, which movies I hate. That, yeah, the, the bad one. I, I looked at that. I didn't see Clinton there either. <laughs> where, where is, dear Marvel, missing, Clinton Francis Barton. He's gone. Where is he? Did you put him on a farm? Did he die? Did a tractor fall on him and you thought it wasn't important <laughs> enough to tell us? It's like, like, I understand, I understand wanting to talk about other characters. I understand that Clint has not been super marketable as evidenced by the fact that every time they tried to do a Hawkeye solo comic until Matt Fraction stepped in, nobody wanted to buy it. What do you mean he's not it. super marketable? I have two sweatshirts. I have two different <laughs> Funko Pops, and I don't even like Funko Pops that much. <laughs> not super marketable to people outside of Elia. <laughs> Fuck um, you. He's no. marketable. He is marketable. I love him. It's, he's marketable, but nobody knows how to market him besides Matt Fraction. Um, and so they just gave up trying to figure out what to do with him. But, like, you had six Avengers. You couldn't even keep track of one of them. Like, six isn't that many Avengers to keep track of. And it's not even like he was just kind of put in at the end. He was there in the first movie. He was in Thor, even. He was in Thor. You put him in Thor to be like, here you he comes. You put him in and Thor. Then... And he had good lines. And then you put him in Avengers. And he was brainwashed half the time. And then you put him in Avengers 2, which wasn't a very good movie in my opinion. And he was okay. There's a lot of things we could say about Avengers 2. He was okay there. And then you put him in um, Civil War. He's there. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) I am suddenly full of doubt. Was he in Civil War? I didn't see Civil War. I cannot help you. I'm sorry. He was probably in Civil War. I can't remember. Natasha's in it. Just because Natasha's in it doesn't mean he's going to be in it. (laughs) Natasha was in Captain America Winter Soldier and Hawkeye wasn't there. I know, but she had a little necklace with an arrow on it, so he was there yeah, and then, spirit. And then Joss Whedon was like, mm, actually, he has a wife and children out on a farm somewhere that nobody knows about, except apparently Natasha. Yeah, I mean, like, in fairness, I am fully okay with Natasha and Clint doing some kind of, like, queer platonic thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm not just like, I want them to kiss. I just don't but, understand why you would be like, oh yeah, he had a secret family this whole time. When, like, when canonically, he's been going on missions where it's like, hey, we're 98% sure you're gonna die during this. Have fun. Yeah. Like, that's not something you do when you have a wife and kids waiting for you at home. Like, I'm it's, sorry. That's just not. You know, it's like very like, well, I couldn't think of anything to do with Hawkeye again. So I guess he has a wife on a farm? <laughs> On a farm? That's something he can do. Um, I just really hope 
that that's actually, like, that Barney exists in the MCU. And Clint was just pulling an elaborate prank on his teammates. And he's like, yeah, I totally have a wife and kids. These aren't my niece. These these aren't my nibblings at all. <laughs> this isn't my this isn't my sister in law. This is my wife. I'm definitely married. Definitely married. I have a stable relationship. I'm Clint Barton. Oh um, man, that would be amazing. Um, anyways, um, I cannot gush enough about Matt Fraction Hawkeye. Oh, it's um, so good. And um. It's, like, I, it honestly, like, it doesn't only, like, save Clint and a lot of people associated with Clint. It also, like, does a lot to, like, be, like, hey, like, mainstream superhero comics can be, like, weird kind of creator-driven, like, non-traditional stories, and it's fine. Yeah. Like, there's, like, so many post-Hawkeye comics that are like, oh, you can, you can just do, like, you can just have, like, it's just, like, it's mostly just about, like, a dude trying to, like, deal with his broken life. Yeah, like, he's just trying to deal with his life and protect this one apartment building. It's one apartment building. It's one apartment building, and he tries his best, but the TV goes out because he shot an arrow through the dish. Um, it's, there's so, there's so many panels that people have probably already seen. Um, I think a lot about the conversation he has with Tony, where he's like, yeah, I got money, and Tony's like, ah, how did you get money? He's like, places? Tony's like, like, Wall Street? Wall Street is a place where people get money? And Clint's like, yeah, Wall Street. And he's, like, there's a beat panel of both of them looking at each other. And he's like, I'm kidding. I don't know what Wall Street is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Clint. And he's like, and he's deaf the whole time. And it, like, plays a role in his story. And it's, like, important. It's, and he uses sign language. It's done super well, too. Because he can lip read a little bit. And so you'll get, like, fractions of a sentence and little snippets. And um, as soon as that person turns away, it just kind of, you can't, you don't get anything anymore. And it's like, yes. Like, like... as a person who has taken at least three sign language courses and has read a lot and seen a lot of videos about... um, like, hey, deaf representation, we need this. It's yes. very important to me. Yeah. And it's also, like, very indicative of how much this is just, like, this is just about, like, being in this dude's head. Like, it's just, like, not even as much about the things happening as it is about, like, Clint's headspace. Yeah. Um, and also Kate is in it and he and Kate are so good in it. And we're gonna talk about Kate more soon. Um, but they're like so perfect. Um, and there's a dog named Pizza Dog. <laughs> and there's a bunch of of, of gangsters in tracksuits who go, bro, 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 bro. 
bro, 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 bro. Seriously, bro. Also, there's, oh man, there's so much good stuff in Matt Fraction's Hawkeye. Let me open up one of them. Uh, There's a part, don't mind me flipping through pages. Uh, I'm just watching you look at this and be like, oh, I want to read Hawkeye. There's, there's a part in Matt Fraction's Hawkeye where, like, the dudes in the tracksuits all have, like, uh, just, like, ski masks on, and they've got him at gunpoint, and his pants are down, and he's like, well, this is embarrassing. It's <laughs> very Clint. And then he's just like, come on, come on, one trick, one time. You guys might be my last audience ever, right? Come on, just say the magic word. And one guy's like, is, is abracadabra? He's like, Barney. What you say, Bo? Barney. Say Barney. Barney. No, no, come on. It's a magic trick and I got my pants down. You gotta shout it. So these dudes all shout Barney and he's like, thanks, bro. And then Barney comes out of nowhere and like tackles these dudes and they end up like taking them out. And there's like this internal monologue of Clint's that's like, look at him go. Hits like a truck, my brother. Taught me everything I know about hitting people and making them stay down. And it's like, it's so good. It's Barton. so good. And then afterwards, when all the dudes are like on the ground, he's just like, ta-da. God, I can't believe this man got mad that nobody was paying attention to him at a circus. And then he became a superhero and died, like, four times. And was resurrected as many times. And was repeatedly resurrected. And killed Bruce Banner. And fucked a Doombot. Yep. And was great at boats. (laughs) (sighs) I love him. He's a mess of a man. He's just, he's... He's barely holding on, but he keeps on going. Yep. Ugh. Alright. Let me close this God. big old book of Hawkeye. And, um, I think, are we good with Hawkeye? Did we get all our feelings out? I think we've, I think we've aired as much feelings about Hawkeye as, as we can reasonably stand. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Did what you... a man. Yeah, what a man. What a man, what a man. <laughs> uh, did you read anything last week? Because I read some stuff last week. You read a whole bunch of stuff that I was very excited about you reading. Um, I caught up with some things. Um, I want to... Um, I need to catch up with Doom Patrol more, but then I think we might need to do an episode on Doom Patrol. Um, Gerard Way. You know Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance? Yeah, I I know Um, about Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. What about him? Well, he's writing Doom Patrol. Oh, wow. um, The comic book. And it is the weirdest, trippiest, like, fourth wall meta retro shit you can possibly imagine. And there's currently a crossover storyline with Justice League called Milk Wars. And there's like an alternate universe and the Justice League is brainwashed. And it's very weird and I don't get a lot of it. But All it's right. really cool. Um, 
Super Sons is amazing. <laughs> this is going to be every week that Super Sons comes out. I'm just going to be like, y'all. Y'all, Super, Super Sons. Sons is so good. But I, this, um, I saw that cover when I was walking through comic stores. The cover was incredible. Um, what was inside was even better. I, um, oh my goodness. There is, listen, there is, um, I'm like trying not, A, I'm trying not to genuinely cry thinking about this, and I'm trying not to like grab people on the street and yell this at them. There's a moment where like Talia is talking to Damien and John because she needs Damien to do this mission for her. And she's like, you are a perfect weapon, Damien. One that I forged. You're not meant to be kept in a scabbard. And John just yells, He's not a weapon! He's my friend! Oh no. <laughs> Please. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, Friendship. So going to kill me. <laughs> Friendship. It's so, it's so good. And John's like, finding out all this stuff about Damien and the assassins. And he's like, kind of scared of him but also like kind of upset for him and Damien's like trying not to like like this one dude is like oh the the the, the son of the demon like the hand of assassins I'm so sorry I didn't realize it was you and Damien's like you have me confused with someone else and just like knocks him out <laughs> um oh it's so much I'm sorry um I was trying I was like don't talk had to um <laughs> don't talk about also... super sons don't talk about super sons thousands of photos of super sons fall out of your pocket those aren't mine <laughs> anyway would you like to see my sons they're super they're so good um there's also currently um a rogue and gambit comic mm-hmm. um in which they are undercover pretending to be married um and dealing Beautiful. with their relationship issues um, it is some extreme fanfiction-ass bullshit, um, and I'm obsessed. Um, you re- Do you want to talk about the comics you read? Um, Boy, howdy. I read a couple comics last week, because the Olympics are over, so I finally have free time <laughs> that I'm not watching figure skating. Yes. So, of course, I read the... Um, Hawkeye and Winter Soldier that I was talking about earlier. Of course, I read all three of the issues that are out right now. Um, I started reading Court of Owls for Batman, (laughs) which, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) It's wild. (laughs) That's some wild shit there, comics. Um, But very good. I, of course, immediately ordered the rest of the series. Just casually spends way too much money on comics. Goodbye tax refund. Um, but same, obviously. Uh, I also read Teen Titans Year One, which I have had for a long time, <laughs> and just now started reading. I also, which very good, very good. Although kind of upsetting to read both that and Court of Owls at the same time because in both of them, Batman hits Dick Grayson in the face and makes him bleed. And it's like, <laughs> hey, comics, maybe we should not do that. We, maybe you shouldn't punch your this? son. Maybe don't punch your son. Comic books. Uh, but anyway, I read all of those. 
I also finally read uh, Tom King's Vision miniseries, which I know Olivia has said that it is very good, and I agree, it is very, very good. Everything goes so wild so fast. It's so upsetting. It's, I mean, it's like, it's brutal to read, but very good. It's brutal, but it's, oh god, it's so good, and like, th- these robots are very human. It's about robots with feelings who make a lot of mistakes. It's about robots making very human mistakes. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Anyway. I can't remember if I read any more comics because I read so many comics this week. Those were also very good. Um, also my, um, my, my sadness over, uh, Tom King's vision is mitigated by the fact that, like, Victor is in Runaways and doing okay. Victor's in Runaways. We know he's doing alright now. After the events of the Vision miniseries. Which, also, issue one of Tom King's Vision is, like, it's setting everything up. And initially you're kind of just like, oh, okay, like, if you're into robots trying to pretend to be human, then it will hook you right away, which I am. But even if it doesn't, like, it starts off just like, and they moved into this house, and these are their neighbors, George and Nora, and it starts talking about George and Nora, and then it's like, later, George and Nora die in a burning house, and you don't know who does it, but it's one of the visions, and... (laughs) It's more well-written than this, because Tom King is a good writer. But it's like, it's one of the visions, and we don't know who, and it'll... You'll have to stick around to find out. But, like, George's last thought is about how he met Nora, and he loves her very much. And Nora's last thought is about why this weird floating vase made out of water is completely empty. And that also factors in later. And it's like... It's so buck wild. It is. It is like, it's, I mean, most, um, this is like a thing with Tom King's writing style in general, because I've been reading a lot lately, but it's like a very, very intricately structured narrative that's like constantly like, like both like back, backwards and forwards, like self-referential. Um, which, like, makes sense for, um, uh, you know, a story about robots whose, you know, capacity for thinking far, far outweighs our own. Yeah, Um, also, there's some, like, future prediction shit going down in it, so it's very, there's a lot of, like, prophetic nonsense and, like, data nonsense, and there's a pair of robot twins in it that have a very interesting like it's a very good sibling relationship that's coded in this like we're trying to find out how to be human sort of thing and it's so good it's so good it's so good anyway i think i i think we should stop talking about we should comics stop. we've been talking we, for a long time we've been talking but... for so long about comics um i think i think that's it I think I think we've covered all our bases. Thank you for joining us for this long chat about comics. Hopefully you learned something about Hawkeye. 
um, or also, something else. If you want to chat more about comics with us, yes. you can hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, on Tumblr, on Instagram. All of those are at Capes and Japes, all one word. You can also send us an email, capesandjapes at gmail.com. And look, look, if you want to ask for recommendations, just send us an email. You will get a multi-paragraph response. <laughs> Can confirm. Can confirm. <laughs> as much as we're like, we've talked too much about comics. We will I talk will more about comics. More about comics. <laughs> we will. We will do that for you. We will. Because Olivia and I talk about comics all the time. And you know what we started doing? We started talking more about comics. <laughs> For a podcast. Oh, man. So, we are here for you. We're here for you. And we'll see you next week. And I've been Elyon. And I've been Olivia. And as always... <laughs> Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. <laughs> <laughs>